Hello there, welcome to the International Business Podcast. I'm your host, Leonardo Marlo, but let's make it simple and just call me Leo. In this podcast, I share my experiences and interview international professionals to draw lessons from the real-life stories. Today's episode is the Let's Hear from the Experts format, one question asked to several professionals. Unfortunately, lots of businesses closed down during this unprecedented pandemic. Those who maintain their position in the market are those that were able to transform, adapt and kept providing values to their customers. This begs the question, how to sell during a crisis? In order, we have Daniel from the UK, Silvia from Italy, Patrick from Germany and Tayab from the UK. You can find more details about each one of them, including their LinkedIn profile, in the show notes. Let's jump into it. Daniel is the Managing Director of Surgical Holdings, an innovative manufacturer, repairer and distributor of surgical instruments and orthopedic implants. I think firstly I'd like to perhaps rephrase the question around how to sell in a crisis as to how to perhaps continue to have a presence in a crisis as a, as a company. So with regards to the products we sell, many of them are reliant on elective surgery, of course. So it has been a challenge and I think it's one that really requires flexibility across the product range you offer and the service range you offer. So although you may have products that aren't ever going to sell during this situation, quite frankly, because there's not a market for them, it may be that you can look at those products and those services and offer some education around them to ensure that you can keep in contact with your key customers Uh, and this will of course allow you to keep in touch with the market still and give some hopefully interesting free information and engagement during a difficult time for everybody so for instance for surgical holdings we've been holding a series of webinars the first of which was around surgical instruments and surgical instruments and how they react with water, um, which was well supported from our customer base in the UK and across the world. And we've most recently done a a webinar around endoscopes, so rigid endoscopes, just highlighting, I mean, really, obviously, the rigid endoscopes haven't been used hardly at all. So things like our popular endoscopes for repairs, such as arthroscopes, obviously have been out of service because they've not been used on elective surgery. But we've been able to continue to engage with customers Um, because we're really interested and passionate in our industry and share some education around these. And that was, you know, that's been a really, a really positive thing. I think people have had the time to, um, to obviously engage. And aside to this, we've also been able to install new cleaning facilities in the factory. So ultrasonic cleaning upgrade, which has been something we've been meaning to do for a while, an investment we've made during this process, during this, during this situation. And we finished our new catalogue, which was you know, excellent and no way we would have got that done in normal circumstances so quickly. And, and added lots of other promotional items that, that will be important to the team when they get back up and running. Silvia is an international sales executive working for an Italian company specialized in producing and selling biomaterials for dental tissue engineering. Well, uh, during a pandemic, it can be really difficult to sell what you normally provide to your customers. 
In my case, when your final clients are dental clinics, uh, not allowed to working because of our security restrictions, you may find yourself at a crossroads. That's why, in my opinion, we need to diversify our offer. First of all, I believe it's important for our business partners to know that we're there for them, available for any necessity or request, even if we're not physically present at the office. Second, a good choice is to deliver a different service that can benefit from the current technology, such as online training courses, a way of being present with usual and up-to-date contents, and of course a platform where to share ideas and feel the strength of a community of people sharing the same passion for a specific sector. For example, we have recently started to provide webinars in partnership with some specialists of the dental field. The audience, composed of doctors, medical distributors, business people, can get new insights and keep updated on some of the most relevant topics. The dentist makes use of an online presentation showing clinical cases, his own videos on, so the audience can directly interact, having the chance to ask any question to him. We used an easily accessible platform to reach the biggest audience possible, but in the future we may decide to use a different one, giving the chance of a greater interaction between the participants, and why not, having more than one doctor on the screen delivering his own presentation. Last but not least, you may look for new items to be sold that your customers may need in the specific moment, meaning a diversification in your range of products. I believe you need to be able to react quickly to a change in demand for goods. Patrick is an international sales manager in the automation industry, responsible for the Asian market, as he lived and worked in China and South Korea before. He also co-directs the China Flexpath podcast. My only experience of selling during crisis is now really. The virus pandemic has forced us to take different actions. I believe you can manage to keep up sales in four steps. First, gather your sales team and analyze the situation and think really hard about new ways of using your products or services. For example, during the Corona crisis, we suddenly faced a huge demand for temperature sensors so companies can automatically check their employees' temperature. Or more, suddenly people don't want to touch elevator buttons anymore. So why not install contactless sensor switches? These were target markets we simply did not have before. Second, get in touch with your customers and try to be even closer to them and help them. For example, in India, we held countless video calls with customers to give them training about our automation solutions. Customers were really happy because they are in a crisis too and had nothing to do really. So why not join a free training by one of the suppliers? Free education for their stuff, basically. Also, you can use the extra time to train your own salespeople. In normal times, proper learning and mentoring often gets neglected because of daily business. We all know that. Third, diversify your target customer base. Try to tap into markets you haven't thought of before. Your current customer base, which has been your cash cow until recently, is suddenly struggling. So why not approach different people and organizations? You really have nothing to lose here. Lastly, cash is king in a crisis. Don't start changing your payment conditions. You never know who's going to pay you when or pay you at all. 
Extending payment dates can result in an incredibly sudden collapse of your cash flow, which can really ruin your business quickly. Tayyab is the CEO of Abraham Blacksmith, manufacturer of medical devices and surgical instruments with global operations. Sure, imports and exports, especially of the medical devices, have been slowed down, but there should be a way to survive the survival of the smartest. First of all, as a medical doctor, I am worried about the health of our friends, family and ourselves, and also worried about the health of our businesses. Hundreds of thousands of businesses are already shut due to the lockdown and there's a real prospect that many will never reopen. There's a talk of a million businesses going bust and millions of jobs being lost. As a small medical devices business owner, it's a really frightening time. For many of us, our income has stopped, but the costs carry on now here comes survival there are bits of our business we can control to make sure that we survive the crisis make the business more stable put plans in place to strengthen on the other side because after any crisis or any recession there's also a bounce back and we need our businesses to be ready for that bounce. Let me quickly summarize the tips for protecting your business in this unprecedented pandemic. First and the foremost point is survive. Then comes leading from the front. Review your cash flow. Seek financial support from the government. This will help your business to stabilize. Learn the art of working remotely make necessary use of softwares for this particular purpose. This will improve your communication and ultimately strengthen your business. Socialize online with your customers through social media. Create real value for your customers through creating blogs. Replace offline events with live streaming and webinars. Become a part of online and local business communities. If you have time, obviously you will have time. Give your website a design refresh. Help your employees. Feel free to share your concerns with the staff. And in the last but not the least, take a small break from worrying every day. Companies, small and large, sustain our economies. During a crisis, indeed, the system is going to shake, possibly fall, dragging down many activities. So, hats off to those business people who marched on through the storm, reinvented themselves, and kept generating value. Sales did not stop, but changed shape. Subscribe today to listen to more international business stories, guests coming on the show every Monday. Do not forget to connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll speak with you again on the next episode.